Well, whether it's a niggle in your neck or winter blues that you just can't beat, there are lots of reasons for visiting the doctor. But what happens when your symptoms are downplayed or dismissed? Apparently it's happening a lot. The issue is known as medical gaslighting and it's proving to be increasingly problematic. In fact, the hashtag of the same name has clocked more than 226 million views on TikTok alone. So what exactly does it mean? And what's your next move if you feel like your illness is being ignored? For more, we welcome back Dr Michaela Sorensen. Hello, Doc. Nice to see you. Break Hello. it down. What exactly is medical gaslighting? And you're talking about your colleagues here, so... I know. And you're being an advocate for us as patients. And I think even as doctors, we've all been patients ourselves. And I think a lot of us may have also found ourselves in that position. So we use the term gaslighting, you know, in a lot of different contexts. But what we're talking about here is that feeling that you've been dismissed. So, you know, if you walked into the doctor, they haven't really heard you. You've sort of been pushed out of the room and you don't think your concerns have been heard. And you've been made to feel a bit like a hypochondriac, you know, that it's all in your head. Not always easy to pick, right? So what are some of the red flags we need to look out for? Look, I always say trust your gut instinct on this one. You know, if you've walked out of that consult room and you do feel like you haven't been heard, you're probably right. But some of the cardinal features are you've been rushed through the consultation, you know, you've been cut off when you're trying to talk, you haven't been given the opportunity to ask questions um, and also that you haven't been involved in the treatment plan. You know, gone are the days where you say, right, this is what you have to do. As a patient, you should be actively involved in your care. And we also saw putting it down to stress. How many times yes. have we said, oh... You must be just stressed at the moment. Absolutely. And that's particularly if you, it's put down to stress and all other avenues haven't been explored. Right. Women report feeling dismissed or ignored by doctors more than men. What, even by female doctors? Yes. Wow, yeah. OK. And there's a couple of aspects to this. Look, it's a, it is a really complex issue. But a couple of aspects is women don't typically present in the textbook classic way that men do for a lot of conditions. Take heart attacks, for example. Men are much more likely to come in with that classic crushing chest pain radiating down the arm. You can pick it as a heart attack from a mile away. Women have a lot less specific symptoms, so they'll often come in just feeling a bit fatigued feeling a bit breathless, and they describe it usually more as an indigestion-type pain. Mm. And so we don't automatically think heart attack. The other side to it as well is how women actually describe their symptoms. So anyone that's lived with a male, and all due respect, Larry, they're pretty good at telling us when they're sick. <laughs> They'll tell us all the symptoms in all the details. But women, and you find anecdotally, but also the research backs this up, mm. they come in and they'll lead in with statements like, oh, it's probably nothing, or I've been really stressed lately, or, you know, maybe I'm exaggerating, but... And whether they realise it or not, they're already planting that seed in the health professional's mind that, oh, it's probably not such a big deal. Mm. So what I say to women is don't be ashamed of what you're feeling. Mm. You, know, you know your body better than anyone, so be confident in your symptoms and articulate them. Right. Because you're a doctor, I'm going to let you get away with that. Right? <laughs> um, what can you, if you feel like you're not being heard, you need more information, you want to ask more questions, but you're not turning around and going back to that doctor again, right? What do you do? Well, you may. If it's a doctor that you ordinarily have a pretty good therapeutic relationship with, you may want to go back. But they're the ones that you want to trust with this, with this information mm. and this story, right? They are, they are. And look, you can always get a second opinion, absolutely. If you feel like that trust has been broken down, mm. by all means, get a second opinion. But some other tips might be also to go in with 
your concerns written down. It can be a bit of a pressure cooker situation in that doctor's appointment and it's easy to get off track. So have it written down or take a support person with you and don't be afraid to be your own advocate. If you feel like you haven't been heard, speak up. How much of it comes down to the medical system as a whole? We, we, we're hearing about what a mess Medicare is at the moment. Bulk billing, you know, is gone by the wayside. Um, doctors probably feel that they're not giving enough time either and we certainly don't feel like we're getting enough time with the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, do we have three hours yeah, to talk right, about right. this? But that, that is part of the problem, isn't it? Absolutely. And we know that the health system at the moment is under a lot of pressure, particularly at that grassroots level, the general practice level. Aren't enough doctors. The doctors that are there, are, quite a lot of them are burnt out and exhausted and they just don't have the time. Or unfortunately, a lot of doctors are finding they don't have the mental capacity to give patients the time they need. Not that that's an excuse and it shouldn't happen, mm. but that's the reality of what we're seeing. Yeah. What about the flip side to this? And doctors must be... Um uh, coming to their wits end with this stuff. Google, we all Google, right? Yep. We all Google, we all jump to the worst case scenario. Then we come to the doctor and we go, I think I've got this. Uh, mm. that, must, that must be problematic as well. Look, it is, but I also encourage patients to do their own research. Again, it gives us some really good discussion points because if you've Googled something and looked it up, you've done it for a reason. You know, and you think it can actually be quite insightful into what your concerns and what your symptoms are and you're putting it on the table rather than just hiding it and saying, oh, I wish I'd asked this question and it, it didn't come up. Mm. You've put it out there and it gives us a really great place to start and have that conversation. Yeah. You're talking about research and the research is saying, though, um, as patients continue to seek an accurate diagnosis, their history then makes them less credible to doctors who become less likely to trust the patient. So what's saying they look like doctor shopping, I guess. Is that, is that what happens? That's what some of the research shows. Yeah. That, yeah, that, you know, the longer your list of investigations and tests and, and things that you've had done, the more people are assuming, both patients mm -hmm. and the doctors, are looking at going, oh, well, there's been no physical reason that we've been able to find despite all these extensive tests. Mm -hmm. Probably is in your head. And again... That answer doesn't sit right with me. Mm. Um, and another part of this comes down to going back to the health system that we were talking about before. There is a lot of fragmentation in communication within the health system at the moment. So particularly people seeing different GPs, different specialists. And unfortunately, there isn't a nice streamlined you know, way to communicate all of those tests and investigations and medical notes. Mm. So that's also at play. So, Doc, as we say goodbye, we're, we're, we're out of time, but you, one message you'd like to give the people at home when it comes to this? So I think the most important thing is be confident in your symptoms and don't be afraid to be your own advocate. Mm. You know, if you feel like you haven't been heard, speak up. And just in summary, uh, all men are whingers. <laughs> yes, that too. Okay. Nice to see you, Doc. Thank you for yes, the professional advice. We didn't need the research, <laughs> yeah, didn't need the right. research to tell us that. That's we knew that already. Right. Yeah. <laughs>